0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ignite the Chat. I'm your host, Gia Laurent. Thank you for joining us today. We have a really great story coming up uh, for you later on. But first, I want to thank all of you who've been with us from the beginning. Thank you for being so loyal. Thank you for reaching out through social media, asking us about when our next episode's coming out, letting us know what you wanna hear from us, uh, what other episodes that you want us to cover. Uh, We definitely love, love interacting with you and we will get to all those episodes that you wanna hear more about. For those of you who are very new to us, welcome. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Um, it's very touching, uh, very raw, very passionate, as all of our episodes are. Um, you know, they're not for the faint of heart. Mental illness isn't, and, and uh, we are a community. We're growing, we're together. This is an area where you can join us with your stories, join us with your questions. Um, this is a safe and positive share space. So thank you if you're joining us for the first time. And we hope that you'll go back and listen to some of our other episodes. Um, Everybody, we love your comments. Please keep them coming. Every episode you listen to, You know, let us know how we're doing by rating us, by leaving us comments. We love to hear from you because we are here for you. Let us know how we can do better. Let us know what you want from us. Let us know what you're looking for, what kind of stories are touching you and what you want to hear in the future. Um, Thank you for doing that. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back. We have a very interesting story to share with you all today. Uh, In studio, joining us for story time is Maria. She's going to be telling us all about her journey and the struggle with mental illness and what that's been like for her. So welcome to Ignite the Chat, Maria.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh,
0: you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, Now, I know this isn't going to be easy, so I want to thank you again letting our listeners know. It's very brave of you to tell your story. You know, with everybody's struggle, um, I think we go through struggles for a reason so that we can teach other people and let them know that, hey, if they're going through something, they're not alone. And this is what this platform is. It's for the sufferers. It's for caregivers. It's for people who are trying to educate themselves who know nothing about mental illness. This is a community. Um, It's a safe space, respectful you know spot for you. So, I'm with you and I'm so excited for you to share this today. I'm so, excited. why don't you tell us a little bit about you?
1: So, I am 29 years old, uh currently working full-time in the insurance industry, uh planning a wedding, you know, keeping busy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, super stressful times and uh you know, for years I've had, you know, a little bit of anxiety and a bit of depression and uh one of my triggers From my anxiety is this thing called trichotillomania. What? Yeah. So, what is that? Trichotillomania. It's basically uh, it's a body repetitive disorder, and for me personally, it's you know pulling out the hair on my eyebrow.
0: Okay. So a bit of context for our listeners. Say it one more time.
1: So it's trichotillomania. Okay.
0: I heard it's called trick for short. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 a very empowering (laughs) word for sure very hard word to say um and it is when someone consistently um has the urge to pull out hair from their head from eyebrows like you mm-hmm. and even from eyelashes even from your growing area yeah. for some
1: yeah it's uh you know anywhere that there's hair and it's a body repetitive disorder and i i mean some people even have it in like the form of skin picking so wow yeah it's it's very broad for sure
0: but unique because before I met you I had never ever heard about that
1: yeah I mean before I even started doing it I never heard of it either so it's yeah okay
0: okay so everyone's gonna learn about it today definitely so how old were you or when did you start thinking hey I'm doing this it's on purpose it's uh again an impulse control thing um and maybe a disorder like when did that come about
1: so for me you know I've suffered with anxiety for years you know since I was in high school maybe even before that but the pulling of the eyebrow hair I would say I noticed it significantly probably around 2016 2017 that's when I really started to notice like hey you got like some hairs missing from your eyebrow and this cannot just be like a random coincidence like what is the cause of this and you know that's kind of where I started doing you know my own research and you know checking that out and that's how I found it and that's
0: kind of where it came from okay so you looked it up because you obviously
1: had no idea about had no it. idea no. wanted to
0: learn more about it and you know we all web md everything yep. as much as we know we shouldn't because you know it's seriously a bad thing to do mm-hmm. but you did it now i know for me when i do stuff like that you know i suffer from anxiety and depression I have eating disorders so when i've gone to look for info i remember originally when i did it I didn't, it didn't check all the boxes for me. So I'm like, do I really have this? Am I really going through this? Cause I have some of these things, but not all of these things. So how did you find it?
1: So, I mean, I feel like for the most part, I checked off a lot of the boxes, but I mean, again, it's, it's very unique, you know, not everyone's going to check off all the boxes. So, but for me, it was one of those things where I was like, you know, it's, when I'm really, really stressed, when I'm super anxious, that's when I started noticing that I was, like, pulling out the hairs in my eyebrow, and that's kind of where I noticed, like, okay, yeah, you are kind of checking off most of the boxes in this okay. situation.
0: So for you, it's brought on by anxi- anxious situations. Right. So can it be anything that just brings you anxiety?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, it's anything that's, like, super stressful or, like, super anxiety inducing like you know I was doing a course recently for for work and you know the stress or the anxiety that I'm feeling about the exam that I got to do at the end of the course is like triggering for me you know like even with planning the wedding like it's expensive like that's you know triggering for me too so it's for me it's like it's constant It, it doesn't stop you know it's just always there
0: okay and did you happen to talk to your doctor about it what did they have to say
1: yeah so i spoke with my doctor um i mean my doctor you know offered me anti-anxiety meds and said that it should help you know with the pulling of the eyebrow but you know i have health anxiety so for me taking medication is never something that i do it's not like super easy for me yeah um so i mean i never really got to explore that um i did see a counselor and saw a therapist years ago for my anxiety but never focused strictly for the eyebrow pulling
0: so, it's interesting that you mention medication
1: mm-hmm.
0: um I wanted to touch a little bit about on that with yeah. you um because everybody has their own opinion uh mental illness and medication. should you or should you not yeah, right um and I know everyone has their own dealings with it, their own opinions uh, certainly doctors do, and I think that's where I have issues where. You went to see the doctor. Right. The doctor, first thing, automatically decides medication is going to cure and be the uh, be-all and end-all. Right. right? Um, And you, like me, have health anxiety, Mm -hmm. so that wasn't a a thing for you. Did you mention that to them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like... I said to her, like, are you sure this is, like, the only option because, you know, I get, like, a little bit stressed out and, like, anxious when I got to start new medication. And she was just like, yeah, like, you know, we'll start you on a super low dose. It'll be totally okay. Like, but for me, it's like, if it's a high dose, a low dose, like, it's medicine. <sighs> doesn't <matter>. For me, <laughs> it does not matter. It doesn't, you know, like, I don't know what the dose is. I just know that I'm taking a new medicine and that's what's making me anxious. So... On top of... Right. So, for me, I was just like, this is not this is not for me
0: yeah yeah and for our listeners out there i know that there are a ton of people um who think you know that's the answer for them i know i know so many of my friends who are on medication and it works so well for them yeah
1: absolutely they
0: love it you know it's it's changed their quality of life um before it you know before meds they just couldn't function so i get it it's not for everyone it's certainly not for us unfortunately
1: right i mean for me it was almost like it doesn't make sense for me to get on this medicine to just like add more to my anxiety like why should i take this medicine and just like be even more anxious now on this medication (laughs)
0: let me deal with the devil i know exactly yeah (laughs) so Yeah. yeah absolutely no absolutely I agree with that. Okay. So, and you said that you had gone to therapy?
1: Yeah, I was doing therapy um, probably in 2018, 2019. You know, I was going through a lot of stuff at home, you know, with work and school and all that. So, it was definitely helpful. Um, Right. You know, I would definitely do it again, especially now with the eyebrow thing. I'm sure that they have, you know, a better toolkit that I can use to help out with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I understand from doing a little bit of research myself for, mm-hmm. uh, getting ready for, for you today. Um, the commonly known treatment is, um, cognitive behavioral therapy, right? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of one what of the they biggest do. ones. Habit reversal training. Right. I don't know how that works. I don't
1: know how it works either, but I would definitely be interested in exploring that option because it seems interesting to me, especially if it's gonna, you know, help stop the impulse of touching my eyebrow you know
0: and is there is there a negative connotation to see ther to seek therapy as there was getting the medication or are you more open like you said that you were but it was there some hesitancy for you
1: I think for me personally you know years ago I was a little bit more hesitant to explore like the therapy option but I think now that I I welcome it openly. I don't think there's any reservations or hesitations that I feel towards therapy. In fact, like, I encourage it not only for myself, but for anybody else who thinks, you know, they need to see someone because it helped me a great deal when I was seeing one. So, yeah, I definitely would go back 100%.
0: And therapy's tough because there's a huge stigma around the stigma. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, You have your family and friends who may not think it's, you know, uh, works, it doesn't work, you know, right. whatnot. And it kind of maybe alters your perception of it, but I'm glad that it doesn't for you. Cause mm-hmm. it's definitely something, uh, I encourage it as well. Yeah. It's definitely something to look, uh, look toward anyway. Um, so who knows about this eyebrow picking fixation that you yeah, have? Yeah,
1: I mean, obviously my family, my fiance knows about it. You know, the people that are seeing me do it all the time. Um, you know, I was a little bit hesitant to start telling people outside of, you know, my family group, just because even my family, when they first saw it and noticed it, they would just tell me, like, just stop, like, you know, how hard can it be to just, like, move your finger from your eyebrow, like, just quit it, don't do it. Famous last words. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, it's it's more than that, like, it's not just, you know, me putting my hand to my eyebrow, like, it's it's so much more, but I think, you know, as I learned more about it, and as the years kind of went on, I was more open to sharing this with more people because, you know, I'm not like embarrassed by it. Obviously there's a reason why I don't have hair on my eyebrow. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, so I think it's important to tell like my family, my friends, you know, like,
0: was there a time that you were ever embarrassed?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think for me it was before I started openly, you know, talking about it. I was like super embarrassed about it. You know, I would like pencil my eyebrow in to like hide it so that I, you know, didn't show that I didn't have an eyebrow um but for me now even I don't like I don't pencil my eyebrows in if I don't have to like I'm not embarrassed to walk outside with like part of my eyebrow missing so you know I I think that I'm trying to you know I'm trying to understand that like it's okay it's you don't have to like pencil the eyebrow and you don't have to have your eyebrow perfect it's fine and you know even now my family and my friends my fiance, they start they they're starting to understand that it's more than just like pulling out the hair on my eyebrow. Like, there's more around it. Yeah. So, I mean, they start they start telling me now, like, hey, is there something else you can do with your hand? Like, let's get your hand away from your eyebrow. Why is it there? And they, like, call me out on it, which is great because it's, like, gotten to a point for me where it's, like, so effortless and, like, I don't even realize that my hand is just there. I was going to say,
0: yeah, do yeah. you notice... Not all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'll be, for example, at home or, like, having dinner at my parents' house. And I'll just, like, be eating dinner and, like, touching my eyebrow. And my mom will be like, Maria, what are are you thinking about right now? What's going through your head? I'm like, why? She's like, your your hand is on your eyebrow. What are you thinking of? And so it's like, for me, I don't even notice that it's there. So I encourage, like, my family to, like, call me out because...
0: Well, it sounds like they're very... um... Supportive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, they're definitely supportive. You know, I think for them too now, it's like they understand and they're starting to realize that it's a little bit more than like just stop. Like yeah, don't you
0: hate that?
1: Yeah. So I think for me that was like super helpful and important. So I mean, for my mom to call me out or like my fiance to be like, hey, what what are you thinking of? What's why is your hand there? Yeah. It puts me in a it puts me in a space where I'm like, okay, let me sit and think. Why why am I here? What am I doing?
0: I felt the same way whenever I had um, panic attacks in front of people. Yeah. And obviously, right? Panic, you can't breathe. No. And people would be like, just breathe.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Can I just choke you right now? Because yeah. if I could breathe, yeah. I wouldn't be going through this. Yeah. So I can understand
1: yeah. how think,
0: nerve-wracking it was for you.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I feel like comments like that, and for my parents specifically, it was just like, I don't, I don't fault them for that. I just you know, there's not so much education, like they're not educated, you know what I mean? Like they need to learn more about it. And I think it definitely helps to be educated because then you wouldn't be dropping comments like that, Yeah. like just stop, just breathe, like you're good. And I'm like, we're not good. We're not fine. Exactly. We're not not going to stop. Like, you know, it's so much more than that. So I think like with the education and like the research, I think it's, it's so important.
0: And that's what mental health awareness is, right? Because there, it isn't just certain people you don't look a certain way if you have mental illness you it's anyone yep. it affects anyone and everyone and you're right the education is key so that people don't make silly comments like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i bet after this episode whenever someone sees someone touching their eyebrow they're gonna think of you yeah. they're gonna think of what's the word
1: trichotillomania. That's it.
0: (laughs) They're going to think about it. So how long have you been with your now fiance?
1: So we've been together probably five years now. So it's been a while.
0: Okay. And how long did it take you to tell him?
1: Um, you know what? I obviously did not tell him right off the bat. I don't even think that I could tell you the exact time that I told him. Um, but it was probably around the time that I went and got my eyebrows microbladed, believe it or not. (laughs) So I was trying to hide that I had no eyebrow and, you know, it kind of just opened wide, it it opened wide open. And that's how I said it. I, you know, I'd like touch my eyebrow. I pull my eyebrow hair out. I'm getting my eyebrows microbladed because I can't be walking around with this huge bald spot. Wow. But that was probably, I would say at my lowest point of. Pulling the hair out of my eyebrow because you know, like I had half of an eyebrow missing, like a oh, whole half okay. of my eyebrow was missing. Like there was a big chunk on. And uh for me that was that was my lowest point definitely. So I feel like that's why I told him I had to let him know.
0: It's tough when you're yeah. in relationships and you're suffering from something, like it's you don't know what they'll what their reaction will be like. Right. How they'll feel. Yep. They think you're nuts.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even for him, too, I think it was like, just stop touching your eyebrow, you know? like, And it's interesting to see, like, even for him, how far he's come where he's just like, your hand is on your eyebrow again. Why? Like, what's going through your head? Why are you yeah. doing this? Why are you? What's wrong? Yeah, they
0: want to get to the root issue. Right. Yeah.
1: Whereas before, it was just like, okay, stop touching your eyebrow. Let me just... Swat your hand away from your eyebrow, and it's like okay, you can do that, but I'm just gonna go it's right back to It's not gonna help to the situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Well, that's good. I'm glad that he's very uh, yeah respectful about it and very supportive. That's uh, you're you're marrying this guy, yeah, he's, so he's
1: in it for the long haul. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So why? I mean, you've had this for a while. You told some people, didn't tell others. You know, you've been dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose today? Why did you choose Ignite the Chat? Why now? Tell everybody.
1: You know, I feel like Ignite the Chat is such an important platform. You know, I followed it from the beginning. It's like there isn't a platform out there for mental health. And I feel like mental health is such a broad topic. You know, like I could have mental health problems and you can have mental health problems. But our mental health problems are not going to be one in the same They're going to be unique to our own journey, and I think it's important, especially in like a post-pandemic world, to openly talk about these things and educate people about them because there's a lot of people out there suffering with it, and I don't think they should be suffering alone because, I mean, I wouldn't want to suffer alone. And I I did a little bit at the beginning when when I thought there was a stigma around it, but, you know, we need to use platforms like Ignite the Chat to break the stigma because... It's so important for people to realize that, you know, there's people out there also going through these things and you're not alone.
0: Yeah. And and to be fair, there are there are many different um avenues for mental health awareness. Um and advocates, you know, I wanted to create this so that regular folk like you and me um have somewhere to go and things to listen to, tools to kind of use and, and um, learn from other people's journeys. Because we're not superstars, we're not athletes. We don't have a platform as others do. And it's, and it's wonderful to know that there are um, other people like that, athletes and, and singers and actors and stuff, that all suffer. But we all suffer. And I wanted to give us a voice but also the caregivers, because people who take care of us, they go through a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just education all around. Storytelling is always education. So thank you for that. Thank you for bringing it to us and to our listeners. Tell us about your worst day. Like, what was your worst episode?
1: So for me, you know, I don't really think that I have a worst episode. I feel like for me, it's like constant the eyebrow thing is constant for me i mean wherever i'm having in a situation where i'm super anxious the eyebrow thing is like right there you know so i don't think that there's a time where it's like been so so bad other than the time where you know when i got my eyebrows microbladed that i realized okay like this is definitely the worst you've ever picked your eyebrow like this to the point that you had to do yeah of course like i was just you know that was, for me, my lowest point where I had to actually go and get my eyebrow <laughs> drawn on
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: so that people couldn't tell. That was definitely, for me, the lowest point, but it's definitely constant. I don't think that there's a day that goes by that my finger has not touched my eyebrow at least one time throughout the day.
0: I'm going to ask it. It, might, it may sound silly. I'm sure that <laughs> our listeners are going to just laugh over this yeah. little question, but... I'm going to ask, Mm -hmm. have you ever had the urge or the impulse to pick someone else? Like, for example your fiance or someone in your family. Do you ever have that impulse to go to someone else? It's just in it's just you. It's
1: yeah, I think for me, it's it's almost like the feeling I feel when I put my finger to my eyebrow is soothing to me that I don't think I would feel the same relief touching someone else's <laughs> eye <eyebrow. laughs> touching someone. Can else. I borrow your eyebrow hot minute? I just <laughs> I just gotta get something.
0: <laughs> the reason I say that is because there was another story um of a lady that I heard that um she did things again Um, it was, I guess, um, she had OCD Mm -hmm. and for her same thing, she kept, she wanted to keep busy and she had this thing where she liked, it was soothing for her. Right. Wait for it. To pick scabs or, um, you know how someone gets a sunburn and their skin starts to peel? Oh yeah. Yeah. Off her husband. Okay. Okay. She found that equally <laughs> soothing yeah. than to just her own compulsive um, impulses on her own body.
1: I mean, I've definitely pulled my fiance's uh, <laughs> sunburn off. So maybe I'm in the same boat as her. I don't know. I mean...
0: And that's kind of where the question came. Yeah. And I know it might sound silly. And people listening to this in the future will be like, what the hell? Yeah. It's not to be insensitive. No, of course. But I remember her telling that story. Yeah. And I thought... I wonder if Maria That's feels actually like that. I
1: wonder if maybe that's why it was like so enjoyable for me to pull the 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 peeling skin off of him because my fingers were occupied, you know, they weren't exactly. on my own eyebrow. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's my thing too. I don't know.
0: Exactly. Do you know anyone else with your condition?
1: No, I don't uh I don't know any friends or family or anyone close to me that kind of does the same thing. Um, you know, no, I I think I was the first person that I've seen or heard of doing this. And then, as you
0: said, you did your own research, and then I did my own found research. out it was a thing. Yeah. I wow. Was like,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. So, what do you want our listeners to take away from your story today? Um. What do you want to tell them?
1: You know, I just want people to know that it's okay. You know, to to have your own mental health journey, you know, not everyone's journey is the same, but we're all on this journey and we shouldn't feel embarrassed or ashamed to tell our stories because like we said before, like the education and the storytelling is so important so that people also feel like it's okay to tell their story. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, it it baffles me how we're in 2022 and like, there's still such a stigma, you know, surrounding mental health. And, It's frustrating because there shouldn't be, like I said, especially in a post-pandemic world. Like, it's okay, you know. How could you not be feeling a certain type of way, or you know? We just went through COVID. Exactly. It's you know, like so. I want people to know that it's okay, you know. If if you're, if you see that you're doing a little something weird with your eyebrow, like look it up, (laughs) search it, do what I did, you know. Like, educate the people around you, and for me, it was important to educate myself too, you know. And I think as long as we're educating and advocating I think that we'll slowly start to take the stigma away from it
0: absolutely and you won't unless you talk right speak up about what you're going through
1: definitely and that's
0: exactly what you did today yeah good for you
1: yeah I was nervous but you know here we are
0: (laughs) you know like leading up to today what scared you
1: um I think for me it was just like putting it out there you know obviously my friends and my family know but To let like the world know. Maybe that was like a little bit scary. But like I said, it's important for the world to know. And I think I'm at a point too where I'm not embarrassed or ashamed. I want to educate and advocate for it. So yeah, I think it was just nervous in the moment. I'm glad I did it though. That's for sure.
0: I'm really glad you did it too. I'm
1: definitely glad. I'm
0: glad we were uh, here for you and walked you through it. Yeah. So if there are people who have questions for you, um, hey, I have this too. Um, how can people reach you? Can people reach you? Are you out on social media platforms? Like, yeah,
1: I mean, definitely. I would encourage you if you have questions or, you know, do the same thing, please call me, contact me because I would love to know to that know someone people out. out there like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on social media for sure, you know.
0: And what's your handle?
1: Maria Regazzi.
0: Okay. And you'll be on our, uh, yeah, you'll absolutely. be all over our Inkstain and Ignite the yeah, Chat page for sure. Definitely. Wow. Well, this was incredible. Maria, great session. Thank you so much again. Um, for taking us through your journey today. It was so special and you were so brave for doing it. I know it was you were nervous and, and all of that, even before we started recording. But yeah. I'm so happy that you were here to tell the story.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm definitely glad, you know, I came and I did it.
0: So No. Excellent. Thank you so much. So for those of you listening, I hope that this episode brings you healing, love, and hope, knowing that you are not alone in your struggle. We're all here right alongside you battling every single day. These stories are made to show you that you can continue to fight no matter what you're going through. Let them inspire you. Let them motivate you and give you the strength you need to carry on with your life. So thank you for allowing us this time in your day and in your world to share this episode with you whether you're walking your dog, um, starting or ending your day with us, having a coffee, um, watering the lawn, as my brother does when he listens to my podcast episodes. We're very humbled to have you as a part of our growing mental health community. We hope that this brings you value. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember, live your lives with intention, not fear. We are all truly blessed to be alive on this earth. So let us make the most of it. Stay well, everybody. Bye-bye.